0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there and welcome to this episode number 361 of the Material Podcast. I am Andy Anotko and I need to ask Florence Ion one question. Is your Tamagotchi okay?
1: Yes. So far, she is. That's what I've got going on this round. Um, There's a new... I'm telling everybody. I'm telling everyone (laughs) that there is a new Tamagotchi hack out this week that I bought. And so I ended up starting up one of my old favorites. So I'm telling everybody, (laughs) even though, even though, by the way, I do have the brand new Tamagotchi over here unopened. I'm not going to say what it is. You have to follow (laughs) me on social media. This is, this is a, a press copy of the tamagotchi, she's holding up a very shiny, okay, just... like
0: lenticular, like product package that looks intriguing. It looks like the sort of thing that a child would definitely like strain out of the shopping cart to reach and grab off the shelf.
1: Yeah, you know, what? I'll just say it. They told me I could. It's a tamagotchi picks party. <laughs> I, I really do need. I really do need to start it up. Um, they have really long lead times for these, ah. so they'll put the pre order out like two, three months before they they are available. Um, so there is some time, but I just had to jump on this hack first. So that's what's going on in my corner of the world, in case anybody was wondering. This is literally what I've been doing the last four days. And and you know what? It's been really nice and comforting. We talked about <laughs> I'm gonna give a little tease to my other podcast, gadgets. We talked about comfort tech today, and a Tamagotchi is totally the comfort tech. Right. Like the thing that you take out, like a like a video game or or maybe, you know what? A lot of people have gotten into uh, retro collecting retro PCs and retro Macs. Yeah. So maybe a comforting thing for you would be to like go into your office and play with, you know, your collection. It's like, it's a comfort
0: nope. yep, there's, there, there's, situation. There's such a thing as like self soothing behavior that mm-hmm. like sounds more psychological and. Diagnostic it's and extremely psychological, but but the thing is, like, part it's it's important to develop like part of your brain as sort of like an independent like caretaker for the rest of the system. And for me, for me, like, Bob's Burgers is one of those things, like, mm-hmm. where like I've been I, I've I've been having some like uh, I don't want to call it issues, but it's like there are times when like my sleep just goes so far out of whack that it's like it's 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 like when you see like a per- a, a periodic uh, frequency. That starts off as a little wobble, and then it starts to oscillate because it starts to, have, and so like the this,
1: Fitbit sleep graph is yeah, exa- yeah. <laughs> exactly, and and it's
0: like, and then they're like the day comes where it's like. Like uh, a a time will come where it's like, okay, well, you know what, actually, because now I'm awake at, I didn't actually wake up until like 5.36 PM. I'm just going to have to rock around the clock. I'll go to bed at like, and I'll stay up 24 hours. I'll be really tired. And then, but then like, now you're really tired. So then you, it ruins things even more. So like it's fixed now it's basically i know i know how to sort of adjust that i do really have to like block out a day to like adjust it back but when i'm in that oh god and, feel, and feeling like damn it I'm, so i lost a whole day i can't believe it that like it's beautiful outside and i leave i live in this beautiful seaside community where like i can take a walk but now like i'm awake at like seven thirty when it's dark and a summer day when like it's dark ah. and so what so that's when like i will go to like uh uh, I know. I, I know. I have to get out of bed and start the day, even though it's nighttime. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to fire up some episodes of Bob's Burgers because it is. That's sort of like it's comforting. It's comfort food. There's a there's a new movie coming out, and mm-hmm. uh, some and so they got interviews with like, with the directors and the producers and the show creators and stuff like that. And they said something that was could come to the wrong person would come across as a backhanded compliment, but he interpreted it correctly where he said, there's so many people who tell me, gosh, I fall asleep uh, many nights, like uh, watching Bob's burgers. And he said, well, I mean, that could be, well, gosh, you're just, you're not watching it. You're just like using it to bore you to sleep. But, But I realized that it means that like, it's the end of the day. I want to be told a story. I want to be sort of rocked to sleep. This is familiar. This is comforting. And it's just, Oh,
1: I never thought about it that way. The whole, I mean, I'm learning so much about the inner child, yep. both through therapy and having one. <laughs> and so, I mean, sincerely, because they are like whatever related. Um, but in to to that end, the whole rocking to sleep, you know, if Mona has a bad dream, she gets up in the middle of the night, we kind of have to start over the comfort routine. Yeah. So, and I ne- I never thought about, of course, of course it's comforting. Of course it's a routine. It is like being rocked to sleep by a story. I love that. Yeah. I
0: love it's that. It's great. Although I, although I have to say that Bob's Burgers has created a dilemma in my life <laughs> because, okay, now... Uh, Explain. Okay, well, I was one of the people who very well motivated, very well justified. Like I was the person who was like tweeting like during the pandemic about my God, like, a, you know, there's a, there's a reason why there's a mask policy because we're actually in the middle of an actual pandemic and businesses are being closed down and kids can't go to school, but you can't wear a mask. Even though everybody's telling you this is something we should absolutely probably do. And so, and that sort of like is carried on into like this phase of COVID where now, now I'm like, ah, damn it. There, there was a, uh, I do I do like subscribe to some lists to about just like uh, hospital data that gets put out by the state health department and stuff like Same. that and right, mm-hmm. and so there's another. There was a spike in my area in January, and just I learned like last you know, just a few days ago that there's another, not necessarily a COVID spike, but hospitalizations in my county are way, way, way up, and so they're instituting new like mask res- resumption of mask po- mask policies like in the nearby city, and so now I'm like, ah, damn it, I was I, I enjoyed having a few months where like I would definitely wear a mask when I go to like the opera or like live shows, but I'm no longer like going back, going on the sidewalk, patting my pockets that, oh, damn it, I should go back upstairs. I don't have a, I don't have a mask in my pocket. Now I'm like, okay, well, I should definitely not go back to like, assuming that I need to have a mask in my pocket or around my neck ready to go at any moment and putting it on whenever I'm inside. And so, and part of it is like you know, don't bruise your so. The, the, the problem, the my the damage that I'm doing to myself with COVID is like patting myself on the back for being more responsible than mostly anybody else. But now, I'm like we're all doing it to yeah. some degree, yeah. Okay, but <laughs> uh, but here's here's the problem because I can I I might be doing something hypocritical because, like I said, the Bob's Burgers movie is coming out. It's on. It gets released on Friday. And I've read, I haven't, I haven't read any of the coverage of it because of reviews. So I don't want to be spoiled about it. But oh my god, it's my favorite show, and it looks like this is a really, really great movie of that show where they t- they take everything that made this show great and did it as a movie. And I'm like. I, I'm like I, again. You you have these part. You part. I partition my brain where I have the caretaker person. I have the person who's always going to say no. I have the energetic, like childlike spirit that wants to do everything. And basically, we're getting that that conference, that meeting room, conference room. We're getting like a tray of bagels that no one will touch. Coffee's in, and we're gonna have to talk about like okay. I am not averse to the idea of of discussing whether or not we can go to a movie theater for the first time in two and a half years because we do have like proper N95 masks, not even even the Mm -hmm. KN95. And perhaps if we make sure they're fitted properly and maybe even we will wear a cloth mask over that just to make sure the scene. I am not averse to that, but we need to have this discussion with ourselves before we we need right. to, we need to sign off on everybody on this before we do it. And part of the part of the 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 prosecution's biggest thing will be. Andy, is this just one of those things where the rules don't matter because you really really want to do this thing? Or or are we logically saying that no no no, as long as we're wearing the the, the N95. And so that's that's it's now Wednesday night. I'm the, the movie opens on Friday. I kind of want to see it on opening day and I'm going to spend I'm actually marking off part of Thursday, not a long part, but like Let's really think about it. if we if we commit ourselves like spiritually and emotionally to going to this movie on friday, we we're gonna have to be sure th- about ourselves. so i don't I don't know whether it's the right choice yet or not.
1: I am going to my second concert on Friday with my husband. and the first one that I went to, I had a similar conversation with myself i also felt slightly hypocritical you know (laughs) because i have this kid at home who's on vax like how could i do this uh and i'm afraid to talk more publicly about this because my anecdote is not a one-size-fits-all this pandemic you have to make uh, you have to make this you know eh, listen we've all been living it through the last three years so hopefully you know As much as I do at this point. Um, But at the same time, I'm still going to go to that concert on Friday because I bought the tickets. Um, I've been really depressed these last three (laughs) years because I don't have these dates with my husband. Like we used to go to shows a lot. This was a way that we connected with each other. We had these nights out and, you know, I have a sitter and everything. So we're going to make this happen. We're just going to have to endure the overt awkwardness of being the not only the olds in the room (laughs) because I'm now an old uh, but also the parents and also the people standing in the back with double masks (laughs) and like all black clothing like I'm just going in I'm literally just going there to listen to this music right I'm not even planning on you know drinking anything while I'm there I'm planning on drinking water when I get outside (laughs) (laughs) so we have to like figure out a way to stay hydrated through this thing um you know it's there yeah it's hard because we're trying to balance you're trying to balance your life with the current reality of the situation but I do feel like a movie is something that you can bubble yourself for to some extent,
0: yeah, that that's that's part of. You can I've bubble already... boy yourself to that. <laughs> I, I, I've already been preparing uh, my PowerPoint for tomorrow's meeting, and one of them is that look, if mm-hmm. we go school is still in. It's still it's still like uh, in May. School is still in session, so if we go like a, at a noon screening on Friday, it probably yes. won't. There probably won't be a lot of people there, so we can actually have a good ten feet of distance between ourselves and anybody else. in that It theater. is the end
1: of the school year. I don't know how you guys do it over oh, there, okay. but.
0: Well, I I, I am the school year. So just something to take. You you describe yourself as old and I'm older than you. So I I keep thinking of like the end of the school year, like first week in June or depends on how many snow days we had.
1: Well, I have to say, Andy, I am I am old, by the way, relative to San Franciscans, (laughs) the youth living in San Francisco. So I just want to put that out there.
0: Good. So, 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 well, that's good because you, you know how much like, uh, like everybody, but the one percenters are being abused. You didn't, you grew up in a system where you were, you were promised that the future could, could be more equitable than it actually turned out to be. So that's yes. that's that's our that's yes. our that's our great great strength as people who are like millennials mm-hmm. and Gen X because we can we can mm-hmm. we can still riot and rage. Uh, well, speak okay. <laughs> so speaking of rioting and raging though, like so. Uh, before I mean, we'll we'll get to the show, but actually, but this this is Google related content. I have had so much frustration that uh, about. Uh, I, I I love my iPad Pro. I keep mentioning it through this show and everyone mm-hmm. else because this is one of the in terms of like value per dollar. I can't think of another piece of technology I've bought that has delivered the way the iPad Pro was this ipad pro has uh because wow. i mean right right now I, again it's on an easel like next to the next to my main screen here mm-hmm. with uh, uh, maximized to just show like the recording app on my mac so i'm using it as this, a dedicated app that shows the time and shows the vu meters and everything on and, on and on and on and i'm using it like every i'm using it for it's one of my primary computers but the thing that's always sucked about the experience has nothing to do with apple apple you're fine it's google where uh Every, i spent a lot of time in google docs like you know you know that i i do the show doc for the show in google docs and whenever i open google docs uh, go to docs.google.com on on the ipad the the google site says hey thank have you heard about google docs and google workspaces it's wonderful all you got to do is download this google docs app and you run it from ios i said oh well thank you very much i'm sure it's a great app but actually i'd rather have the web experience because that's what i'm used to yeah just click on this button install the app and just run that app said okay um you know what i'm just going to edit the url so that it actually instead of takes me to this marketing page like oh my god something got screwed up and you accidentally accidentally typed in a URL to something. Don't worry, I'm going to show you the marketing page and show you how to download that app, which is something that we're going to have to do. And like I, it's because the it's the it's it just shocks me that the desktop excuse me that the mobile app for Google Docs on the iPad or anything larger than a phone screen is just terrible. It's not it's in no way an equivalent experience to just put the, the experience I get on my on my Chromebook or anybody who spent two hundred dollars for a cheap educational Chromebook will get a much better experience than on my eleven hundred dollar iPad. And so finally, like it's there, there are times where like you there's like there's like a spider web or something in the corner of the ceiling and it annoys you and it's distracting and it's ugly and it looks makes your place look dirty but it's just enough trouble to to get rid of it that you just say eh, okay I'll, I'll i'll just deal with it finally it came to a head and i'm like okay we, there's got to be a solution to this problem and I, if there's a way to make the chrome app in ios uh, uh go to the actual docs.google.com instead of d- this marketing page i don't know what it is and but the dumb thing is that safari will go oddly enough the, the browser that hasn't been written by google itself uh if you uh, if you basically have it set up to say oh by the way please give me the desktop versions of sites don't give me the mobile versions of mm-hmm. sites. no problem get the full experience so now basically my version of the google docs app is safari it's the only reason why i ever go into safari because chrome is where i got my bookmarks i got my like history and stuff so it's like I don't I don't know why Crow, I don't know why Google wants to like who who offended whom inside Google that said that I want to make sure that the Google Docs I, I run I run the browser experience and I I and unfortunately I got my I got my parking space taken away from me and given to somebody on that damn Google Docs team. So I'm gonna make sure that your app, your project looks horrible when it runs inside my project. So there. Got that, Kenny? That
1: is really I'm surprised they didn't just do apples to apples on that app. You know. I wonder if it also has to do with iOS's privacy needs or anything of that effect. I don't know. I'm just trying to think about something I don't know. It's, arbitrary it's, it's for why you had.
0: Yeah. I, I don't see. And I'm not even sure that I'm right here that it's, uh, have you ever, because you, you, you do the same work that I do. Like, have you ever just like seen something in a hardware product or a software product or whatever, where it's like, this is so stupid that I can't imagine that I don't have this wrong. I can't imagine that there isn't a setting somewhere I can flip to make this horrible part of this experience go to default because so many I, times. I can't imagine that they chose this way. That, that so I can imagine that an independent developer who has their own quirks might have chosen this, but has to go through meeting after meeting after meeting and justification after justification Month after month after month to get to where it is today, and so and yes, uh, if you go to that incredibly easy to find settings page for Google Chrome uh, on the iPad, where of course you have to instead of just going to settings inside uh, iOS, where all of app settings are supposed to be, you have to actually use the the, the Chrome URL uh, internal URL to get to like this page. Uh, of,
1: what? Yeah. That's so unintuitive. Yeah.
0: I'll, if you go to if you go to the iOS uh, settings, all it will give you is like private private browsing what search engine do you want to do and i think there's only one other thing we're asked if you go to like chrome you know colon backslash backflash like toggles or right I can't remember what it is chrome
1: flags or whatever right, exactly called. you get like mm-hmm.
0: a big big scrolling list of pop-ups uh, a lot of them are experimental features and one of them is like do do you want the desktop version by default or not even the, i i so i do believe that's hardwired and tied to chrome that oh if you're trying to access docs.google.com doesn't ignore the settings just make sure you don't actually for god's sake whatever you do don't take them to the actual google docs site
1: my goodness well it's a good thing you found a workaround and that it hasn't soured yeah. you on, on your, your, uh, my, 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 I mean.
0: my lawn has not been dampened or at least I, I've i managed to dry out my lawn. My lawn was dampened and now my lawn is no longer dampened, or at least it's much drier, much less clammy than it used to be.
1: Well, I'll tell you, you're faring a lot better than I am with the Google <laughs> Assistant on the Galaxy Watch, oh, which I realize yes, is yes, jumping yes. into our show. But no, no, we'll I'm so angry about it that.
0: I, that's, I, when we were talking about it our on story. Slack earlier today, that was like, okay, <laughs> this is congratulations, Galaxy Watch. Uh, Google Assistant, you have just been promoted from Act Two to all of Act One. Uh, so, yes, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about the Google Assistant, which we'll has come to Galaxy Watch 4, but it comes with some buts. Uh, and there is some better <laughs> news uh, coming about Pixel Watch. We'll talk about that. Uh, Google's back-to-work policy continues to bite Google in the butt, and it's mostly the butts of contractors and temps. Uh, but Apple's huge loss here is Google's game. Uh, and uh, b- the preponderance of butts uh, in this uh, little monologue is brought to you by the Bob's Burgers movie, uh, where they, say they, they Tina and others use the word butts a lot. So butts 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 butts, 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 butts. We'll be back after these brief butts.
1: This episode of Material is brought to you by LinkedIn. Timing places everything, especially in marketing. But in today's age of a million messages per minute and not enough hours in a day, how do you really catch your target audience's attention? Fortunately, there's a simple way. LinkedIn can help you speak to the right people at the right time. With LinkedIn becoming number one in B2B display advertising in the US, you've got a great advantage. You can stand out against your competitors while nurturing customer relationships and growing your brand. LinkedIn delivers you quantity and quality. Its targeting tools allow you to reach your precise audience down to their job title, company name, location, and more, which means your ads are being seen by those who matter. So it's no wonder companies of all sizes and sectors are using it. Take Main Street a company who helps venture-backed startups claim tax credits. They increase their annual recurring revenue by 12 million with LinkedIn's Marketing Solutions. One thing I really love about LinkedIn is that if somebody is working on a project, you can find out what project they're working on and then message them to see if they're interested in, you know, anybody helping them out a little bit. LinkedIn's a really good way to meet people from your industry who might be doing some adjacent things or who might be doing something not as related but something maybe a little different that you're hoping to do it's a good place to do some very simple networking scale your marketing and grow your business with linkedin advertising as a thank you to their customers for helping them grow 3 times faster than the competition linkedin is offering a $100 credit on your next campaign go to linkedin.com/material to claim your credit that's linkedin.com/material our thanks to linkedin for their support of this show and all of relay fm
0: now, Flo, um, you didn't have a good experience with Google Assistant. However, I'm going to – for the entertainment of our listeners, I'm going to pretend that I'm ignorant of this and say, what great news. That's so exciting. That Galaxy – the Galaxy Watch 4 uh, just got the ability to download and install. Here's a blog post announcing it at Samsung. Uh, Google Watch 4 uh, – Galaxy Watch 4 users – will be able to download Google Assistant on their devices, gaining access to fast, more natural voice interactions, quick answers to questions, and on-the-go help with access to both Bixby and Google Assistant. Consumers will have access to more advanced voice assistant functionality right from their wrists. That's awesome news. Can't, that's like the that's one of the missing links of the puzzle. Like ever since uh, it's been the Galaxy Watch has been more interesting to me ever since they kind of moved from ties and ties and ties and and what do we need you Google for? We created a much better like wrist top experience than you have in either the four either of the four versions that you've come out with about the idea that, hey, we're doing Galaxy Watch that actually runs Wear OS, and now they got the Google Assistant, which is my favorite experience on uh, the, on on, uh, uh, on Wear OS, and so, wow, that must be great now. Uh, it was announced, it was actually released today, uh, the last thing we heard was that maybe it would be coming out in summer, so that's a really wonderful surprise. You must be thrilled, because I know that you're a Galaxy Watch owner, and I have, because I haven't read any of your coverage on this, on Gizmodo or elsewhere, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing you're smiling a lot right now, so you must be on <laughs> <laughs> and a happy 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 Google assistant on Samsung Galaxy Watch. So I was going to listen back and listen to the the sparkles and the sunshine and the unicorns and the rainbows of this wonderful wonderful Google assistant technology experience.
1: Sunshine, lollipops B- and rainbows. <laughs> this is not. Oh. I will tell you. Um I I hit a wall with it today in particular. So this actually started rolling out on Monday of this week. Samsung announced it, that it was going to start rolling out. I added a little Twitter column as I usually do so I can like track these things, these updates as they're happening and what people are saying. And I noticed that the update was not hitting immediately. Like people were just trying to figure out how to get this. It turns (laughs) out that you have to dig deep into the Play store on the watch itself to get the Google Assistant onto the watch, which is already a very like finicky situation. It's not super user-friendly in my opinion. And it's very clear. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna say an absolute because I am a journalist and not everything I say is absolute unless it's properly cited. And this is not properly cited, but I can't help but feel like this is a very rushed job. <laughs> That's happening here. First of all, because of the way that it was updated, it was a very kind of like official but not official way with the whole like I have to go digging into the store thing okay. because normally when you get a software update, it would get pushed to you and the where app on your phone would say, yeah. hey, you've got a um, an update here. Would you like to do it? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. But I didn't have any of that at all. I had to do it all from the watch itself So that was already kind of a red flag, as they say on the internet. (laughs) Um, Then, so I gave it about a day because I wanted to see how the battery situation. Right. So far, I was like not really noticing much of a difference. And then suddenly today, I woke up and once I took it off the charger, it was 1% per minute. Just (laughs) dying. And I just don't understand... What is going on in the background? I'm, I'm somehow lost my LTE connection, oh. which is troubling, uh, because I get LTE to my watch through the IMEI. I don't get it through the; it doesn't pair through the app because the way Verizon does things, Verizon will. Verizon is annoying with the way that they do wearables. The watch keeps buzzing for no reason. Just as I'm, <laughs> as I'm wearing it. So I took it off. I, I put it on to go for my walk so I could track it. And then I took it back off again. And I am really frustrated with the Google Assistant experience that is also on this. It is slow. It is buggy. And because I am having these connection issues, it is constantly saying, sorry, Google Assistant is offline right now. So something is going on since I, I everything was working perfectly fine on Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday night, I do this update. Wednesday, Wednesday all these problems are coming in. I'm frustrated. I'm really frustrated. And just so y'all know how frustrated I am, I took up the whole work Slack channel because uh, everybody leaves around like 2:30 my time, right? Cause everybody's East Coast. <laughs> so I'm just like typing notes to myself in the in the Slack channel, like freaking out about this watch. At one point, the the assistant crashed while I was taking screenshots for an article. And um, I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I, I had to put down the article and walk away. So that's the experience <laughs> I'm having with it right now. And I'm finding it to also be really confused whenever I do shout out a command to it because I am also surrounded by 13 other hot mics around me. <laughs> so last night I asked the watch to... L- uh, let me leave a reminder. I said, I need you to remind me of something. And I said it to the watch. And then the Nest Mini that I forgot was behind me also answered. Just, <laughs> I had two different <laughs> queries going on at the same time. So this is my life. This has been my life this week. Now you see why I've been doing comfort Tamagotchi.
0: Now, do, does it? <laughs> exactly. Like, again, see, well, we'll see the, the maybe it's, the, maybe Samsung just wants you to, appreciate how wonderful like uh, the pulse rate and the ECG features are. Cause as you're stressing out and getting more and more angry. I have all those off.
1: Oh. <laughs> I have all those off because they are, e- because my battery, I have no idea what's happening to it in the background right now. Hmm. And I got to tell you, Andy, this is like this. Every time this watch gets an update, something goes wrong and I have to like figure out what's going on. And if you go into forum posts, if you look up message boards, you will see very similar complaints to the ones that I have. Even the last two days, I started looking up some things just to see what people were complaining about. And one of the major complaints coming out right now is that people are having to factory reset the watch and repair it with their phone to get it to work properly. So I'm very concerned that two weeks ago, right two weeks ago at google io google said or excuse me samsung said it'll come out this summer and then all of a sudden we have a surprise watch update Mm. so it is to me connecting the dots it seems like something was rushed in the process that's that's where i'm coming from
0: that's weird Does, does samsung have any announcements coming out in the next two or three weeks they don't have any events scheduled do they
1: no we're not expecting anything like the rumor mill is saying that you know this summer the new foldables right. will be on schedule but beyond that it's been pretty quiet outside of the like low-end spectrum of phones that they do yeah. so well,
0: hopefully they'll fix it but the thing the thing that stuck, struck me is really odd is i can't imagine how bixby and the google assistant are going to get along together like if you have Two, if you essentially have two assistants and now you have to do that mental sort of stutter of, oh, who do I want to handle this task? Like who, who's better at scheduling calendar events? Well, you, which can is-
1: choose. you can choose a default. Okay. So you can choose one default assistant uh, and you can go into the watch settings again and set that all up. So you are not actually technically – Well, possibly you could live with the two of them. I haven't tried the way what I've seen from digging into the settings so far is just that you choose one assistant, and that's it. I guess unless you would set it up as a shortcut, because there's shortcuts you could do like double pressing, and that sort of thing. But uh, I'm not happy. I'm not happy right now. I'm I'm pretty frustrated to be to be honest. Well,
0: well, at least uh, our uh, maybe it, it's our expectations, or excuse me, my I shouldn't speak for other people. My expectations for anything related to Wear OS are always, so long as it doesn't, like as so long as the strap doesn't tear off the hairs on my wrist any more than any other watch does, I think that's a positive experience for Wear OS. So with my expectations that low, as so long as, that, so long as that I don't, don't suffer grievous bodily harm by using this product, you know.
1: No, no, you won't. but i I want to live in this future. I really do. I really yeah. do. Um, I'm so jealous of Apple Watch users. They love their wearables yeah, so much. I know. What's it like? What's it like oh, to love the thing you wear on your wrist every day? It's
0: glorious. the thing the thing actually just works. It does what you expect it to do. It looks beautiful. The battery life is wonderful. Every time you use the feature or hear about something that is coming in the near future, you get the impression that the company that made this actually thinks that delivering <laughs> valuable services and experiences to the person who gave them $350 is something they're obligated to do as opposed to I think that the I think that Google Thinks that the target audience for Wear OS users are people who find free watches that have been left behind in bars. Because if I found one of these watches in a bar and and there was a note saying, Oh, hey Gene, here's that, that Google watch. I think you said that you hate these things, you'll probably just leave it behind in a bar for anybody else to find because you have no interest in it. But hey, here's one anyway. So I wouldn't feel bad about keeping it. But like if I got if I found a watch in the street and wow, this really, really sucks, but hey, free watch. That would be great. uh, After having spent like two hundred dollars on a watch, not so much though.
1: I spent more than that because I have the LTE version. Yeah, so (laughs) I spent more, and I spend a ten dollars a month paying for service to this thing on top of my already exorbitant bill. That's
0: the that's the other thing about Apple Watch. Like they don't. They say, "Oh, well, did you give us three hundred fifty dollars or oh, one hundred ninety nine dollars for the cheap one? No,pe that's fine too. You don't have to pay us any more money. We will track your fitness. We will track your health. We are not here to it's like, I so this is what I don't like about my Fitbit that a lot of the cool stuff is you have to pay a lot of extra money. Like, it's you have to, I, have to, I would have to pay almost as much money per year as I spent on the watch itself, as, if, as you know, the fitness band itself to get like everything I can do that is on the side of the box. Um, oh well, well, fortunately, sorry. So, bad news from this camp so far. Okay.
1: Check back with me in a couple weeks.
0: So but so basically I was being uh, I, I was not being quite serious when I said that this is gonna be great. This is gonna be wonderful. Yeah, because I've, I've already I was already seeing your comments. But I know that
1: you but I also know that you are watching me as your experiment for what's happening right yeah. now. And I I worry telling you these things because I don't want to drive you away, but I also am honest to a false. Right. No, so, that's this is I mean, honestly, this know? is this is
0: you're 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 on that list of people where it's like if I, I need if I'm thinking about buying something and she's covering it I need to know what she thinks about this thing because she she's thorough that. and she's thorough she has a point of view but she understands like well what if I'm not Florence Ion what would someone who is not Florence Ion think about this and yeah I mean I, I've, I've <sighs> talked about this to death so I won't talk about it again but I'm still like I believe that this time next year I will have a new wearable that I hope to be wearing daily I, yeah. and so there's a lot there are a lot of balls in the air Pixel Watch we, we were very negative about it or I was very negative about it last week because we learned about. Hey look congratulations it will have the same CPU as a 2018 uh, Galaxy Watch hooray. Uh, but we have we do have some new more details partly due to an FCC filing of the hardware that happened uh, post IO and actually it's room for new enthusiasm uh, there is a second source, to, 95 to Google reported on the CPU because they had a source inside who was saying, here's what's inside this mm-hmm. thing. Now they have a second source that says that, yes, it does have an ex, uh, kind of outdated-ish on paper, Exynos 9110 processor, but it's going to be assisted by a very ample coprocessor, uh, as we discussed last week, that that could be a way – it's not necessarily – the one processor maybe it's just the package so that's okay that that mitigates that a little bit but the really good news was that uh, there's other news that the pixel watch will have more system ram and storage than any other wear os device previously uh, so that's like 3 specifically these one of these reports had 32 gigs of storage which seems like plenty for like preloading like a playlist and basically keeping it present like all the time so that you can listen to things on Bluetooth when you're working out and stuff, uh, but also storage of apps. The RAM, they didn't say how much RAM, but the fact that it's been described as more than any other Wear OS device, that's a really good sign because that is one of the big bottlenecks on performance on any device. But How sad
1: for, for us in, in this platform, though. <laughs> in general, Sorry, I guess, but what's, so... specifically this? I don't know. I'm just thinking if if what wear OS needed was more memory, the fact that we didn't have it up until now yeah. is kind of a sucky thing to think about that yeah. from that perspective. That's kind of where I, I'm coming yeah.
0: from. I, again, the more things that Apple really it's there there comes a point where look, here is I will buy you Google, I will buy you an Apple Watch. Just as much as you can copy from this. Because this is great. This works. <laughs> its only fault is that it doesn't work with Android. Just steal them blind. I don't... don't just put steal your-
1: it and just... Put your, yeah, put your pride some... in a blind
0: trust like you hide mm-hmm. your profits in Ireland or wherever you have to do it, but just steal it. <laughs> um, and so and I get more more good news there where the manufacturer, again, according to this FCC filing, the primary manufacturer is Compal Electronics. They also make the Apple Watch, and they've done so since the Series 1, Series 2 Apple Watch. So that's a very, very fine manufacturer that, that, that speaks well of what the build quality is going to be like. Um, yeah. The other stuff that we now know is that, uh, as we suspected, there's going to be like the like the Apple Watch. You can get a Wi-Fi only or a LTE version. Uh, the pack in charging cable terminates in USB C instead of USB A. So mm-hmm. you, you you hate to see, you hate to see that. It's like you, I mean, right. You, uh, I don't think that USB C is the only connector you ever see anywhere these days, but. There is that little bit of disappointment when, like, oh, you gave me the same kind of connector that I've had in my first iMac in, like, 1994.
1: Oh! I was just going to say, though, the Pixel brick is USB-C for the phone. Hmm. So I think the idea is that you have the brick already at home or something. I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to think about it from a – how they're going to roll this into a – this is us being sustainable. We only yes. gave you the cord. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One less thing to, yeah. So, so again, mm. there's, I, I'm not necessarily like, I, it's, it's gotten, we're asked before, asked last week. I thought, well, for sure, I'm going to use my $110 Google store credit on the new Pixel Buds. But now, okay, maybe I'll keep it for, a future device. I'm not. I'm not convinced that the Pixel uh, Watch is going to be it. Um, well, before before we go to our next break, though, I did have to. I did have to c- cycle this out. So Mac uh, Mac World uh, has a columnist has has a columnist forever uh, dating back to pre Mac mm-hmm. World, like Mac we called the Macalope. This is like a, a not mm-hmm. no, it's not necessarily a blind item, but it's a persona. Under which uh, Chris- the
1: Ted Casablancas of the Apple. World. Yes,
0: yes, I, I have, I have occasionally gotten into slight trouble because people have. There are people who will just absolutely assume that it's a fact that I'm writing this column. I, I swear to you that I'm not, mm. and so I get like on the hook for. Why did you say that? Like, I, I thought it was didn't. you too, actually, well, Andy, Andy. before I, I met you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because I, I'm, I'm flattered because he has a really great style and I enjoy reading him. So if I if I enjoy this style, mm-hmm. it's flattering to think that like someone thinks that. Oh gosh, this, this person writes well and occasionally has very insightful things. Damn that Andy Anotko. I'm like, all right, I will, I will take that compliment. Uh, but, so, but so he's, as usual, very, very, very good column. Uh, this, but uh, this is a Google podcast, so we have to pretend he's just like an, a Google hater. Uh, so the, the headline is, the Pixel Watch will fail for the same reason every other Apple Watch killer failed. Uh, and actually, it's a very, very interesting sort of rumination on the difference between a smartwatch with a square f- screen and one with a round screen. Um he said one of he, he he writes in the third person. One of the hills he is willing to die on, the uh, MacLope willing to die on, is Square Watch Hill. I'm quoting here. Let the MacLope be perfectly clear here. The fetishization of round watches is dumb and as backward thinking as early automobiles that looked like horse drawn carriages. Round watch face, round watch faces are no time based pun intended, and anachronism. That does sound like the sort of pretentious wordplay that I would engage in. To be fair, uh, the mm. the single reason for round watch faces is that a round wa- round face describes the motion of watch hands. That's it. It's not like a round watch fits the wrists better. It doesn't. When you remove hands from the equation, everything about round watches is simply an inconvenience: showing complications, attaching bands, keeping the watch from rolling off a table. Everything, uh, and that's a that is a good point. That, but you know what? Uh, I this is this is how you know that this I'm not the, the Macalope, because ever since uh, the Moto 360, uh, with the very very first generation of uh, uh, of Wear OS or Android Wear as it was when uh, during launch, devices realized that when they announced it at Google I/O that year, the the samples they gave to Developers, were here's a square one, here's a round one. Here's a round one made by Motorola. Here's a square one made by I can't even remember who made this the square one, but there's there's two here the two like uh, basic reference LG
1: or Samsung. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah I, that I, was such a long time ago. Remember.
0: Yeah, exactly. Seems like an arrogant. And the thing is, I actually thought that that was a wonderful innovation having it round because well, for one thing that was the first device I'd ever seen like consumer device with a round LCD uh, and Motorola had to work. Motorola mm-hmm. and Google worked hand in hand to make that. Motorola was the mm-hmm. only company that had it. Uh, so it was all the other make- Rick makers.
1: Osterloh was at Motorola. Right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> now, now that the, now the head of like consumer hardware, Google. Um, and I love the idea that um, it, 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 it really, to me, it really absolutely put a flag in the sand on that first day Saying that we are not making a tiny iPhone for the square screen, we are making a wearable yeah. we're making a wristwatch we are from the from the very shape of the thing on your wrist. we are telling you that we are not here to give you another screen to interact with and operate applications through this is you 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 raise for t- from for the one hundred and twenty years of wristwatches we 've had in, in the past, you lift this thing up to your face. For to get a piece of information, i.e. the time and or maybe the date, you get that information in two or three seconds, you put your wrist down. You do not spend time longingly looking at the watch and manipulating buttons and controls Mm -hmm. on it. Uh, And the round watch face, I thought, really, really sold that. Not only did it really uh, not distract people from uh, this thing that you've got on your wrist it does look like a regular watch but also it allowed a category of user interfaces that we've never seen before so stylistic innovation we haven't seen before and it also made sure that and just the up is saying oh well, it doesn't work well for showing complications well there's a reason why they call complications complications it makes the screen more complicated that's it's not a big win to say look how much more stuff and indicators and touch screens and touch areas and activation yeah, places we fair. can put on it It's like, so and uh, there can be a difference of opinion on this, but I think that it's more of a difference in style. And I do think that a round watch face uh, is something that I would have been disappointed if uh, Google decided to reinvent it and they got got rid of round watch faces for that reason. Because I I enjoy the idea of having a round, like, smart device on my wrist.
1: I agree. It is the most, you know, but what I really want at the end of the day is a swatch with Android on it. That's it. (laughs) <laughs> yes i want to be able to just have kooky colors yep
0: absolutely. translucent
1: chassis if i want it and just my notifications and fitness tracking yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm,
0: I'm i'm totally What's with it? you yep I, uh, why
1: is that so hard
0: <sighs> i don't know it's it's uh, the, the, I, I think that a lot of technology is driven by those bullet charts where it's like that now uh, uh, i think that one of the advantages of Wear OS hardware is that they're not locked on to a yearly cycle the way that the Apple Watch is, where Apple almost has to come up with a new watch every single fall, and what else can you do, really? Uh, until you get the breakthrough of nope, nope, we've actually got some sort of measure of blood pressure uh, tracing working. We've got some measure of uh, of uh, blood sugar tracing working. At least we can say this is. You've, I, we can't give you a reading, but we can say this is high or this is low compared to what your, your normal history is. Until then, it's like okay, right. so now yes, we, exactly. So now we have instead of just uh, Mickey Mouse uh alternative watch faces we have pixar characters and now we've actually also got uh disney avengers like watch faces and it's like okay that's i'm not going to upgrade for that so it's it's weird so again conti- i i'm uh, i i i i'm i managed to avoid like rage buying uh a, a fitbit uh five the, just hold out a little longer yeah exactly i have just to hold
1: out a little longer
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold. I'm. I'm gonna at least wait to see what the next Apple Watch looks like. What the. What the Pixel Watch looks like, and then actually mm-hmm. by October when that happens, like probably the. Uh, I can't remember what the name of that, that Fitbit is the one that I have. Uh, the, the the one that's kind of between like the super super slim one and the one that looks like an Apple Watch. It has like a larger but still like is it the Versa. Ugh
1: else oh gosh i don't remember but but it's, it's, it's one that costs like 150 bucks attention. and it has yeah because the, yeah
0: the the, 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 the the fitbit whatever five like has a color screen so it's pretty and it's nice gets like six or five or six days of battery life which is what i really really want and need uh and like almost and it just it was just released uh, the version five uh, like uh fall of last year so, and mm-hmm. the, and they're not on a yearly cycle so maybe i won't be it won't be like replaced anytime soon but i'm like okay if i and if i'll, I'll wait until at least October so i almost almost rage bought it because you know what i can it's and they are available on the google store and i can basically spend like 20 bucks and have this new version and, and it's done and it's that's right then i realize, again caretakers inside your heads like andy I, yeah i know you're frustrated but you know what if exactly. we, if we wait mm-hmm. we, we, we don't no need rage we don't we don't need to have blugs, bl- have the features that you want in this new version of the watch or the new app watch or whatever so let's just wait okay fine we'll wait so
1: no rage buying
0: no rage buying we have a show title <laughs> uh and we also have a break we'll be back after this well the theme of oh god I, uh, you know what I've, I've, i'm so beside myself with some disappointment that i didn't like make this the title that only like flow and i see that i'm going to type act two location location Location, because that is the theme of Act Two. I was, I was, I, was, I, was, I love I, themes. I, you know, I was really proud of myself last week when we were talking about like things have been announced that won't be coming out for a few months. When I said, <laughs> when, when Act we did two episodes of Google I/O, and so for the first episode it was Back to the Future, and then the, the last week's show was Back to the Future Part Two, and I'm like Andy. No one, even if only you and and Flo get to see that, that was that was a a, a joke, absolutely worth writing down. Uh, and yes, I, and now, only
1: the two movies worth watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Uh, so yes, we're talking about uh, things that are location oriented. Now, uh, the, the really good, really good <laughs> news. So, so uh, Street View, uh, uh, Google Maps Street View is having mm-hmm. its fifteenth birthday. So there's a blog post announcing some a kinsigniera, if you will. What kind of dress would it be having? Like you got, a beautiful, it's, it's puffy, a
1: like oh god, just something beautiful. I would have. Um, I, I watched this show called uh, My Dream Kinseneta. I was watching these like fifteen-year-old girls. Yeah. Uh Just anyway, anyway, I was imagining that for Street View this week. Yes. <laughs> Except the dress. You know what? The dress is not one color. It's a bunch of Street View <laughs> situations going on. Yeah. <laughs> imagine it
0: imagine it uh so okay a couple couple of really cool announcements uh one is that the in the blog post once they're very proud that they have a new street view camera uh not necessarily mm-hmm. one's going to replace the big like complicated like ghostbusters ghostbuster mobile like rig they've got on top of cars right now but a, another piece of hardware uh that's they call it it's they say it's quote about the size of a house cat unquote uh and it's also a tiny bit adorable uh like a house cat because it it, lo- yes. act- it look, kind of looks like either uh an owl or a cat that's like sort of like in that really compact sitting position where they're sitting upright like on a post because it looks like it's like a i
1: thought wally i thought wally because the, the, the cameras look like eyes, too big to me. like
0: round, like dark eyes so mm-hmm. yeah uh so when a kid a kitty who's begging who re- realizes that Oh, I know. Yeah. I have two. I have two settings in my brain: jerk and baby. Today, I want. To, I want mm-hmm. you to give me some of that salmon. So I'm in baby mode. I'm just oh, a little I baby. I cats. Uh, they're 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 <laughs> quite lovely. I can I do like cats myself. Uh, so uh, yeah. So uh, so uh, supposedly, even though it's much much smaller, it's uh, has. They say it's a uh, has all the power of a full like street view car. Um, and this is a great, it's, it's worth publicizing because it's a great idea because it means that like a more compact, like all in one thing means that like they can get street view from more locations, places that like they can't get a regular car into even like someone that's on foot. Uh, it's also less intrusive. So maybe, you know, when I get a street view image, I will see fewer images of people giving me the finger or mooning me. Because it's maybe a little bit more uh, less obtrusive, more of a less of a parade float that warn people. Hey, if you want to be famous on Google, <laughs> you've, you've, you, get, you get your get your zombie uniform on because the three few car is coming out uh, has a modular design. Uh, and the other cool thing is that they say it's, it can be added to any car, any car that has a roof rack, and operated from inside via a phone app. So when I read that, the first thing I thought is that like. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure there, it won't be like a, a, a like hailing a cab or something. But if you say, "Hey, I've got we've got this campus, or we've got this," I'm 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 going to be in this driving this remote location that hasn't been street mapped yet. Can you send me uh, a street view new street view camera? I can put on the top of my rental car and I can capture some oh, imagery yeah, I while didn't you're think going. Think about that. Uh, like I, don't, I don't work for Google, but here's an opportunity. I know I, I I wanted to get. I'm about to go to this place, and I notice there is no street view imagery, and we can have street view imagery for other people.
1: Yeah, I didn't think about it being used in that manner, actually. I guess if you were, maybe if you're doing like a festival or something, you would want like, (laughs) I don't know, this street view... Apparatus to come and and take I don't know
0: but no but no but you're you're absolutely, you know, you're absolutely right I mean where, where Street View is most handy are places where uh, there aren't actual like addresses there aren't actual like roads mm-hmm. and places which is something that I really didn't know much about until like five or six years ago when I started talking to like people who are building these mapping solutions that look there's it it, it sounds cute that there's this system called the the three word address where any location can be quantas quantized to within like one meter with a unique like three let three word sequence. So if you say oh where 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 is this place like oh it's uh llama base camp curtain rod and that's a unique that will come to like a unique point where the, the 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 a system that knows how to do this translation will actually translate into gps coordinates uh and that's that sort of technology is really really important because like for instance on tribal reservations like there aren't really streets there aren't really formal addresses and you need the ability to uh, all over the world where you need to be able to people need to get mail people need to get like services and be able to say some of the phone will tell them oh where am i my i'm at uh carpet tech Nicola Bowie, he said, naming three things he can see within his. <laughs> yeah, I was going immediate... <laughs> to
1: say, it sounds very, it <laughs> sounds he had very targeted, Andy.
0: Exactly. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, the other thing is uh, access to Google Maps would now support uh, access to historical imagery dating all the way back to the start of Street View. That is 2007. So if you want to see like the difference between. Uh, like, well, what was, you're you're thinking about like buying a house in a certain neighborhood and you want to know, well, what's the, what's the velocity of development around here? Like what, what was this, the, what was this, this neighborhood like? 10 years ago, 15 years ago, is it stable or do they keep building in and around and around? Like kind of, mm-hmm. if, if what I like is that, wow, there's like this big, like protected wilderness, like behind it. I won't be owning this forest, but I'll be surrounded by trees. Like, okay, no, I'm sure within five years, someone's going to like build on that lot. Um, yeah. the, it's, uh, now they they made a mistake at least for me where the demo example they gave like in the blog post is hey, you can even go and watch uh, in in the uh, Hudson Yards uh, the the vessel in New York City watch it being constructed by going backwards through time and watching if this vacant lot be turned into this this thing this structure. Uh, That they put there because I I, I will every time I pass by it in New York City, it's like, what a piece of garbage like this is the uh, (laughs) this this is the ultimate middle finger of like the elite classes to 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 the to the north to to. To the to the to the poor's saying, yes, we could have put affordable housing here, but we decided to put this huge like steel and chrome and glass uh, basket uh, that has no function. Yes, if you pay a, a, an entrance fee, you can climb to the top of it. But we're not putting any benches there because we don't want anybody sitting. We want you to get your ass in there, then get your ass out there. <laughs> also. Um, although having spent lots and lots of, these are professional architects, not kids working with Legos, uh, there are people that could have told us that this is going to be, uh, this is going to cause problems for people around there. And it's going to be a danger for people for a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of reasons. And there are ways to mitigate that, but we're not going to care because we're going to say, we just want this stupid basket looking thing. We don't care about like people getting hurt, et cetera, et cetera. So, but that's fine. Uh, on back, back to happy, happy joy, joy. Uh, it's going to be, that's uh-huh. going to be available, not in the desktop version of street view, but uh, via the mobile app on iOS and Android starting today. Um, and that, that, that's great because it is, there are sometimes times where maybe out of curiosity or there is actually a question I want to answer because I need to uh, – thank you for the current street map view, but I really need to know what this looked like five or ten years ago. Mm-hmm. It made me wish that – I hope that in the future they can expand this with like actual like pre-street view, like historical imagery if they can match things up. Like for instance in New York, um, uh, a, a friend of mine has like pictures of what uh, – she lives in the village – and here's what her building looked like uh in like when it was a butcher shop like in 190 19- mm-hmm. 1908 because they actually would uh, the, the the property tax assessors would do essentially street view of every single street, every single piece of property in New York City to keep a, a photographic record of here is what the property looks like here so we can assess it properly. Oh, I and, didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's really, really cool. Actually, I actually think somebody, I should look it up and if I, if I find it tonight, I'll give it to you so you can put it in the show doc so people can see it okay. when they go to relay.fm slash material. I think someone actually cobbled together a version of like street view. So if you want to like do Google street view for New York City 1907, you can see that. Uh, I, I actually, <laughs> I do I, i've been able to do something like that today uh just uh recently i've I, i've i suddenly realized that hey i do live in a quaint historic uh mm-hmm. new york city uh, excuse me a uh, uh, new england seaside village <laughs> that's been it that's uh, was established 350 years ago and has like some has been a touristy spot for like over 100 years and discovered that oh wow they're actually postcards like dating from like uh 100 years 110 120 years ago and because like my building is like a was built like over 100 years ago well i can buy i can actually buy a postcard of what what my building looked like like a few years after it was constructed and what was next door to it and you know there was a, a horses parked in front of it and someone that's would, neat that's that is really really cool it's uh it's the first time i've been able to <laughs> the first time i've been able to actually do that in a place i live. Although it can't be freaky. Like I will, uh, I mean, we need to go on, but I'm in, I'm in beard stroking mode where it's, you know, it's weird. So by my, uh, my parents uh, uh, bought the, my parents bought uh, the family home like in 1960 or something. And of course raised all their kids there. Uh, and they lived there until, you know, medical problems uh, at the end of their lives, forced them to move out. And so I have never. Uh, I no longer have any reason to be anywhere near that part of New England anymore. Right. And I have never had the temptation to. Like, there been times where I've been like maybe within five or ten miles of uh, of of the of the town I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I'm not. I'm not going to take a detour. There's really no. Re- Again, there. This is this is something that I, uh, an interesting insight I had like at the time when. You know, I was taking care of my mom full-time, so I was living there too. So there was like a week in which, you know, mom had gone into um, her end-of-life care, and I was living in this house, like, for three or four days. Like, this this house has no meaning to me whatsoever anymore because there's – you know, my parents Mm -hmm. aren't here. This is not where my parents live anymore. This is just – a piece of property. So this is what I don't have any interest whatsoever in uh, in revisiting it. Uh, however there have been times when I've like gone to street view just to see like what the neighborhood uh, not not my street necessarily but like the grocery stores to go to, the uh the barbershop, the post office with the with a with a uh with a uh, 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 payphone that I used to as I was like, like nine or 10 years old walking around, stick my finger in the coin slot to see if there's any change buying there. And of course, and if actually on a good day, I wind up with enough that I could actually buy like a hostess fruit pie, at the grocery store. Ah, oh, memories, that's nice. yep. <laughs> And so, and, th- and that's kind of fun to like ruminate like that. But it's like the, uh, I think once or twice I did go to like the satellite view, maybe, or, or maybe the street view of like the house. Cause okay. I'm not going to take like a, 15 minute car detour to visit it. But you mm-hmm. know what? I'm kind of curious. I'm like, okay, so there's a new portion. Wow. They put like a pool, but Oh, they must have kids because there's like a swing set and stuff. And I don't know how it's, it was, it's an interesting experience. The idea that um, future generations can really rewind a neighborhood all the way back to it used to be that yeah. um, like when, uh, when this neighborhood, when this part of uh, undeveloped, like forest was turned into a development in like 1959, 1960. The first people to buy in were mostly working class people, like working class and lower middle class. It wasn't like a ritzy place. It was like a lot of affordable, like single family homes. And that's what the neighborhood sort of became. And it's kind of interesting to, it's going to be kind of interesting to like if uh, 50 years from now, when someone wants to know like how great, great grandpa, uh, Andy, my father's name was also Andrew, uh, 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 what what their house was like to see. Uh, I'm sorry. Let, 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 let's say that uh, people who are raising their families today, 50 years from now, said, so, "No, you can actually see that. You know, okay. That uh, uh, apparently there was a time when uh, great great grandpa." Decided that, no, we're not going to like move into a larger home. We like it for whatever reason. Now our family is big. So we're just going to add on to this house. You could see where like the kind of cars go from like very, very practical secondhand, like old cars. We've seen that driveway for seven years, but now there's a really nice new one that isn't practical for groceries Mm -hmm. or kids. That must've been when the kids moved out. It's, it's, (laughs) it's what I, this is one of the things that makes me so, uh, Interested in Google because of the services they, they make. Yes, they're collecting lots of personal information. and Yes, they're trying to make a lot of money doing it, but they're really helping us write our own stories and they're giving lots of data to future generations that future generations are going to exploit however they want to know. Yeah. You know, I got to, I, I've, yeah. I have a subscription to newspapers.com. It finally occurred to me to look for. Uh, my dad's name in like the local papers of the town like oh my god and uh, so i'm following him like in college he was on the tennis team like all right he 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 beat he beat their asses in both singles and doubles yes good for (laughs) you dad
1: So, oh my God!
0: Well, sorry about that. Uh, we should probably we should probably move on. No. Uh, so that's the first location. Uh, now, badder, sadder news, though. Uh, Google Maps people who uh, contractors who are working on Google Maps in Washington State say that they can't afford the trip back to the office now that there's a return to work mandate. Uh, there's a nice article about this in the New York Times.
1: Hashtag inflation.
0: <laughs> oh, ha- hashtag like the late the labor crisis of. T- <laughs> The, the the next revolution is coming soon. It's
1: so bad, which is why this is a big story right yeah. now. Because it's not just affecting those of us low-life non-tech
0: workers. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, I mean, you, you see the headline, you think that, oh, this is, oh, well, gosh, well, a lot of companies are having trouble, like, getting their workers to, like, come back to the office after experiencing how well things work uh, with uh, spending a few days uh, at home at, every week. But it,
1: How much cheaper it is not to pay bridge toll, not to pay for gas, and I, oh, if this is Washington, D.C., don't they have, like, a ton of um um uh, fair... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't know about the hippies, but are they like fair roads? Roads where you pay fair. Oh, right. I Toll don't roads. know what they're yeah. called in the other parts. Thank you. <laughs> Toll roads is
0: what I meant yeah. to think of. <laughs> but yeah, the more the more you dig into this, the more you see that this is actually talking about uh, big issues that a lot of big tech companies have, and particularly Google. Let's let's get into it. So, um sixty th- percent. These are these these are complaints that are being made not by regular rank and file actual Google mm-hmm. employees. Uh, but by contractors. And uh, Google has a large percentage of their workforce are actually temp workers and uh, people who are hired not by Google, but through contractors that they hire to deliver people with certain skills. Fewer perks. So 60% of the 200 contract employees that are working on Google Maps in Google's uh, Bothell, Washington office uh, circulated a petition that were opposing the June 6th deadline for returning to their offices. Uh, And they... They mentioned exactly. It's not just, gosh, I don't like the commute, or gosh, I'm so comfortable like uh, we're home. No, it's it's do or die. Uh, here's a quote uh, from one of these people who signed the petition: "Quote, gas is around five dollars per gallon, gallon currently, and many of us in the office are if you're lucky, exactly, and many of us in the office are not able to afford to live close to the office due to our low salaries and the high cost of housing in Bothell. uh the, and of course uh, the difference between being a Google employee and a contract employee." Is pretty substantial because if you, if they were Google employees. Uh, then they would pro- uh, then they would have access to free shuttle buses that are in the mm-hmm. area uh, that are available to Google employees. Uh, the company that directly ha- uh, employs these workers aren't offering them gas cards or other offsets. Um, they Tyler is another quote. Tyler Brown, a Maps operator who was t- hired during the pandemic, estimated that he would have to spend two hundred and eighty dollars of his one thousand dollar biweekly pay on gas to drive his two thousand six Toyota to- Toyota Sienna to the office seven hundred excuse me, 73 miles away from his home in Olympia, Washington. Uh, and that's another, another you know, many, many of these workers, they were hired during the pandemic where, okay, I don't, I don't have to keep, obviously the offices are shut down. We don't have to factor the time and the expense of commuting right. into this. So this is a very, very big problem. And doesn't, end there, they were also given less advanced notice uh, about when the re- forced return to work order is happening than oh, regular no, employees, heck no. so less time to arrange for for health care. Um, also, uh, Google has said that uh, they have uh, uh, they have approved eighty five percent of employee requests to work for from home, uh, and the people who are working at Google, uh, who work for Google directly. I only have to come in three days a week, whereas, again, these contract employees are still stuck five days a week. Um, That's really, really terrible. Um, Egregious. Yeah, it's like uh, the the money quote is uh, that's a particular concern to Shelby Hunter, a policy trainer who has had four lung operations. He said his bosses had told him that the return to office plan had no medical exemptions. Quote, I like knowing the work I do makes a difference. Mr. Hunter said it just feels like I've been disrespected. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is this is
1: this is unsustainable, folks. It's not just in certain industries. Yeah. This is unsustainable. That whole thing about um not giving enough heads up to set up childcare and things right. like that. These are all very real things. And let's not forget, a lot of people moved. A lot of people yep. lost their places during the pandemic and had to move. So they probably had to move farther away, and there were not taking that to consideration out of desperation. So
0: Yeah, yeah I mean it's it's terrible. Uh, many and this is this is happening throughout the tech industry and beyond the tech industry. But the mm-hmm. the the idea of well, when, whenever we have a press release about how well we treat our employees, of course, we have the power to simply say that certain people are not employees, we are employees of a subcontractor and that's uh, google is uh, google responded to this article said in a statement that the health of its community including contract workers was a company priority google gave its suppliers in washington state 90 days worker notice for workers to return to the office and those suppliers those suppliers are the ones who decided how to execute that policy
1: don't come after us go after your boss right <laughs> that's essentially it's a, the
0: whole the whole point is to get these people a lot cheaper than you would if you had to hire them under Google benefits and also make sure that they can be abused and you can say, Oh gosh, we had nothing to do with that. That's, Oh gosh, those, those subcontractors, Ooh, isn't that nasty? Um, again, (laughs) sometimes, sometimes I do believe that a big, big revolution is coming and you're no longer, and these companies are no longer be able to say, Oh people, they, these people, they just don't want to work. Well, they want to work. They just don't want to be exploited. Um, yeah. Now, a flip side of this, now the good news for Google, uh, <laughs> happy news for Google in terms of return to office. So uh, obviously all tech companies are uh, trying to get their employees back to office and developing new programs, new policies. So, the, But the return to office mandate has just cost Apple an important head of machine learning. Uh, a superstar of machine learning in the entire field, one might say. Uh, Zoe Schiffer of The Verge broke the story on Twitter uh, last week that uh, Ian Goodfellow, who was was an Apple director of machine learning, has left Apple because of what he thought was a too strict return to the office policy. Uh, Apple has instituted a fairly flexible policy for its employees uh, again, three days in the office, uh, two days, uh, two days at home. But sources claim that Goodbody's team uh, was not included in that three days a week system. Uh, in a note to staff, this is Zoe Schiffer's reporting. In a note to staff, he said, "quote I believe strongly that more flexibility would have been the best policy for my team." Unquote. And this is this is a really really big loss because he is a legit superstar of uh, machine mm-hmm. learning. Uh, there's the there. Uh, words that they're buzzwords that turn up in most explanations about machine learning features. One of is GANs, G A N, or generational adversarial yes. networks, uh, and that is yes. and that is like a concept that is up, at the hub of most of the cool things that have been going on in machine learning. Uh, and Goodfellow came up with that idea in 2014. Uh, when he There's a great story about, profile about him in uh, MIT Technology Review published in 2018. Says, so he went out drinking with friends to celebrate a colleague's doctorate and they asked, the friends asked him for his help for the thorny project that they're working on, a computer that could create photos by itself. I'm quoting the article here. But as he pondered the problem over his beer, he hit on an idea. What if you pitted two neural networks against each other? His friends were skeptical. So once he got home where his girlfriend was already fast asleep, he decided to give it a try. Goodfellow coded into the early hours then tested his software it worked the first time uh so again that so we so if you, if you want to get into smug gloat mode as a google fan great great hey they lost a they lost a, a critical key piece of like a, one of those important technologies um but but uh, it's uh, it also illustrates the disparity that exists his mm-hmm. his status inside the industry is huge. That means that he can write his own ticket wherever he wants to go. He can he can say, "Hey, look, this back to work policy is unfair and it's untenable." So I quit knowing that he will be hired under whatever terms he wants, wherever he wants to go. Um, And then his uh, his LinkedIn kind of reflects that. He interned interned at Google, became a senior research scientist within two years. (laughs) Then he left to become a research scientist at OpenAI, which is the Microsoft, like Elon Musk, uh, AI concern. Spent one year there, then went back to Google for two years, then landed at Apple at 2019 in their special project groups and guess what uh, there's word that he is returning to Google after this so this is just tim you know it's so big loss for Google big gain for Google for however long they managed to hang on to him but once again oh, all these
1: people go to the same gym yeah
0: exactly <laughs> i mean it, it, but but it does illustrate the problem that almost anybody else will just say, well I don't care about your health care I don't care about your child care I don't care that this makes no sense for you and I don't care that it's not gonna cost you like an extra 400 dollars a month that you didn't weren't planning on spending for the past five years you this is we're not giving you an exemption you're gonna have to come back to work uh, this is this is why how do you treat your how do you treat your what you regard as your most dispensable employee that's how you treat your workforce not how you treat the superstars uh it's it's just terrible uh it's I mean, pity, pity the contract it's, workers it's so pity terrible. the store employees yeah it's just pretty pretty bad uh so <sighs> that's a I, I think that's a pretty full show We're, we'll well we might talk yeah. about uh, see again uh this as i was very pleased like writing up taking all my notes and all my Uh, links from last week and writing the show. Oh my God, this is actually like coming into like regular subtle categories. I couldn't help but paste in news about uh, the, the irony of Google announcing that they're opening their brand new Bayview campus built by Google. We can talk about Mm -hmm. that next week. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, But
1: I'll save my thoughts then for next week on that. Exactly. Because I have thoughts.
0: Yes. Uh, I so, have thoughts. <laughs> so definitely. So have you, have you written, have you written up the uh, Google assistant for uh, Samsung for, uh, for Gizmodo yet? I didn't see it listed. It's like, coming.
1: Today. It's kind com- I just, I just finished. I did on Monday, write the uh, announcement and I just recently put together a little how to walk through. So that should be up this week. So you can look forward to that. Also, Andy side note, I want to say that I really resonated with your story about your parents' house. Yeah. So just as an aside. Uh, if we had more time, I would have gotten into my own story of my own childhood home, but neither here nor there nope. anymore. it's oh.
0: it's weird. like you know I, when i when I was growing up, like when i was uh, when I became an adult and like i moved out of the house, occasionally, you know you get aware that your parents are getting older. Uh, and yeah, and you know, and uh, actually, like all but one we have kind of a large family, and all but one of us like landed permanently, like within. A 45 minute to one hour drive of mom and dad's house so this is it was still mm. like very much the hub of everything and there are times mm. when i wondered jeez where once again you know i was doing something in the area so i decided to drop by and say hi to mom and dad and they weren't home but i let myself in you know got myself a coke you know, I've got, just work my laptop so I could say hi to them when they, whenever they got home. <laughs> there were times where I would be there at the kitchen table on my laptop, thinking, you know what? There's going to be a time where if I do what I just did without doing anything whatsoever, I would have committed a very serious crime, and that's going to happen at some point. In my, <laughs> but the, but the, but the weird thing is, is, like again, it just, it just turned into a house. It was, it was the most magical and strange thing, but. Anything else that uh, we uh, we like to call people's attention to that you've been doing for the past week? Gadgets is going gadgets, on strong. Gadgets,
1: of course, of course, gadgets going on strong. If you need more information, you can go to flowrights.tech. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Um, I love that URL. Yes, I'm never getting rid of it. Yep, yep. <laughs> I when when they expanded like the, the top level domains, I I went through mm. every single one of them saying, "Is there a, now?" I don't want like. Andy uh, andy dot info or whatever, but is there something what, what I really love are the, are the people that figured out that, okay, well there's uh like uh there, there's a domain for like, uh, like store, like what word ends with the letters S T O R E that I can like reserve them. Cause it won't be like head of hair restore <laughs> that, 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 that's not, <laughs> that's probably already taken, but head of hair, R E dot store is probably open. But uh, that was that's a really commercial one. But I'm thinking about more like wow, someone. Oh yeah, uh, oh god, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, Danielle Corsetto, one of my favorite web cartoonists, uh, uh, has a wonderful, wonderful uh, webtoon called uh, Girls with Slingshots. She did for like twelve years before mm-hmm. ending it, uh, so she could start up a new, uh, a new wonderful like series uh, that called Elephant Town, uh, and and there's reasons why it's called Elephant Town. Uh but it's more of like a graphic novel she's releasing a few pages at a time as she completes it. And so she was I think one of the reasons why she chose that title was wow, I can't get like elephanttown.com, but I can get elephant.town. So that's so that was the URL she got. She's she's really quite wonderful.
1: Good thing we don't name children that way. <laughs>
0: I, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to call my my, my son D'Artagnan, but unfortunately, that, that, that URL was already taken. <laughs> so I had to name him my my dark my real D'Artagnan, <laughs> just to make sure she, he would get his own like uh, whatever. Now, uh, hmm. I'm usually on NPR in Boston yeah. uh, every Friday. Uh, unfortunately, I've been zorched out again. Unfortunately, one of the uh, one of the main hosts has tested positive for COVID, so we are on tape for the rest of the week. So, that's two weeks that uh, I'm off the air. Uh but yeah, that's that's why like it was COVID has been on my mind. He that is like the third person in like two weeks uh that I know that's past, tested positive. Again, fortunately, they're like triple or quadruple vax, so they're pretty much just isolating for the days until they get the a -hmm. a, a clean test so it's not as dire as it could be but it's like uh, and and we really want to go see a movie that it's a cartoon we could very we could see it very well on our 65 inch tv at home probably in three weeks like is that responsible to again the friend that is the singer who can't can't work with a mask on and that's how she got covid and the friend of yours who was tested positive like two days after like you went and visited him and uh, anyway but uh, go to uh, org to uh, see what I've been doing there for the past three years because they have streams available, like uh, archived mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and one last URL, uh, relay.fm slash material as usual where you go to get our savory show notes uh, with all the links of the stories that we've been talking about. We have a
1: bonus episode. Coming up next, very month, very soon, we're
0: going to be scheduling that like this week, and mm-hmm. this, we got mm-hmm. we got so many cool ideas that we're going to be having. I fun swear, with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you can access that's you can access those bonus episodes of not only for the material podcast but all Relay FM podcasts uh, by becoming a member. We really really appreciate it when uh, you become members of the podcast. We love all of our listeners. We're grateful for all of our listeners. Uh, the ones who are members also help us out by you know sometimes uh, ad sales are a little bit lean. That's the way the world in twenty twenty two, but that means that we still get paid uh, every single month uh I, 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 i'll speak for myself and say that i would podcast with flow for free uh, because i really this is this is a very very sustaining and energizing uh, hour of my week That i, I was really, just really thinking enjoy.
1: about how i have a date with andy every single week <laughs> yes so, <laughs> you know yeah it's like, <laughs> well it's so a, we just gab on the record yeah
0: exactly you know i was i was so i was like uh, getting prepped for for tonight's show where the dock was ready but now it's time for me to get get the lights turned on and make sure that like my drop backdrop is here and like make sure i got my beverage make sure i got everything i need and I'm like, oh man, you're on you're in the same like really crummy looking t shirt you've been wearing for three days and you went for your like walk this morning, and it's all sweaty and pitted out. And then I realized that, well, no, she's she's like my podcast spouse. Like we've been in this relationship long enough that like it won't impress her that like, oh look, Andy put on a clean t shirt for our for our for our, for our, for our Google It would Duo impress call. me,
1: first of all, but it's not like I'm not wearing my dirty yeah, exactly. Pokemon shirt. So well, we're again all good. It's, that,
0: that's that's the I
1: even took my makeup off before yeah. meeting you. So.
0: So Yeah. Again, that's one of the benefits of being like work at home, like uh, journalists. That's like, no, this is. Slobs, this journalist. Is, yes. This is, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what? I'm not going <laughs> to shave today. I might not brush my teeth until like just after lunch. <laughs> we are, we are, in, oh, we are, I don't, I don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah, exactly. We're living it the dream, the living the dream.
1: Living the dream. Well,
0: hope you guys are living the dream, too. Thank you so much for listening to us this week. We hope you listen to us again next week. Until then, have a happy, healthy, and safe seven days. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.
1: Bye, everyone.